Aloha. Welcome to another episode of All Intuitive Conversation. I'm Felicia Miller-Johnson. I conduct work-life video interviews with career professionals that become an All Intuitive Conversation. Aloha, and welcome to another episode of All Intuitive Conversation. I'm Felicia Miller-Johnson, and as an all-intuitive executive and life coach, I encourage people to live smart and ascend to new levels of success. Today, I had the pleasure of connecting with author, so let's bring him to the screen. Aloha. Aloha. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? Good, good. Everything's good. Thank you. Great to be here. I'm excited to have you here. We were determined, y'all, to get this going today. Um, you know, yes. Technical difficulties, but we just stay with it. And here we are presenting and connecting um, together. So Arthur and I have never met before, before this 10 minutes, before we just started this live. And so I'm going to be taking time to get to know him just a little bit. So what I do know from your LinkedIn profile that you have is that you help job seekers and career professionals. Correct. Yes. And what stood out was six figures. So tell me a little bit how you got into this line of work. So I actually started uh, in the world of recruiting back in 1996 after leaving um, one of the big four public accounting firms, KPMG. Mm -hmm. And um, to be honest with you, my first year, I hated it. Okay. <laughs> One of the reasons why I hated it was I worked for, back then, um, one of the largest uh, international recruiting firms. Mm -hmm. And it was very, very corporate. Very. And back in the day, there were no, I mean, email was just starting. So we had phones, we had beepers, we had fax machines. And, you know, like in most organizations, you've got a manager, director, boss, and um, we were required to meet physically with 60 people a week. Wow. Yeah. Now, to actually meet 60 people a week, imagine how many people you have to actually call and then invite and actually show up on a weekly basis. So anybody that's been around for a long time in the world of recruiting, that's old school recruiting. Um, so unfortunate, well, actually, fortunately, I was fired. But a couple of job seekers that uh, I was working with referred me to a smaller firm mm -hmm. where that kind of gun to your head daily meeting 60 people a week wasn't there. And so what I realized is that I was able to kind of let my wings go hmm. and, and fly. And I hit it out of the park in the first six months. Again, this is 97 now. Right. I closed 
$250,000 worth of business. Of course, my commission was a very small amount of that. <laughs> so um, I came to the owners and uh, I offered, I asked them if they would consider me to be a partner. Of course, they said no. I'm about to say after the, how long was that? The six months? Six months, yes. Okay. They said but no. They, but they never had a high producer like myself. Anyways, they, they said no. And in April of 98, I went off on my own and started my own recruiting firm, Global Recruiters. And um, a lot of what I did as a recruiter or a lot of what recruiters do really is career coaching. You're constantly talking to people, looking at resumes, giving advice, getting them ready for interviews. And you see kind of the different trajectories people take throughout their career as a result of your advice. Mm. And when the economy crashed, kind of similar to what's happening a little bit right now with all the layoffs, I had, um, I had somebody that I placed and she came to me bawling. She was 25 years old back then. Mm -hmm. And she, she was just completely lost. And so based on my recruiting knowledge and experience back then, which was already um, 10 years into me being a recruiter, that's where I thought of, of what today is known as the eight-step job search system that I coach and train and teach my clients. So that's kind of the, sh the long and short story of, how I got into career coaching. Okay. So thank you for sharing a little bit of that because um, you immediately have four cards that kind of came out um, as you were talking and sharing your story. And one of them was this picture of this angel and the being consoling this woman who's basically kind of has this like broken heart and wow. healing. And so it was this whole conversation where you were talking about the young lady that you had consoled and, and coached. But it also was the connection about when you were talking about you were you were fired and let go. I want to go back to that part because there's this thing that's going, a feeling that's being connected. Especially uh -huh. now, there are lots of individuals that are being let go and fired from some of the, you know, huge corporate organizations. Right. Tell me a little bit more about, was that a surprise? Was that a shock? Was that relief? Because you started with saying, you know, you kind of really hated it. So what was the feeling that Arthur was going through when you were laid off? To be honest, it was relief. Yeah. It was relief. Like, I, I pretty much knew that it was going to happen. Um, and... <laughs> You know, being almost 52, looking back at it and having a couple individuals who, you know, saw kind of the value in me, even yeah. back then at a very, at a very young age, I was only 25, 26, <laughs> and they referred me. Uh -huh. <laughs> As a young guy by himself on this yeah, young age. Uh-huh. Keep going. So they referred me to this smaller firm, which, you know, obviously I joined. And um, 
you know, I, I, I blossomed. I, you know, let my wings go and, um, with all the butterflies around all your wings go. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. It's so like, that is the, the connection. Like, okay, I was young, but I'm still butterflies also a transformation, right? This change, uh -huh. but it was also because all the four cards you got are like sword cards, which basically talks about decisions, precision, could be cutting edge, kind of going either way is how I usually kind of look at that, right? So you have uh -huh. this broken heart here, but yet, you know, you're young, you, you're still flowing and transferring. But then you also have this card here of a woman that is meditating. But what it says on the bottom of this card, it says insights that come from meditation, the need to rest or take a vacation, allow yourself more time before making a decision or mental exhaustion, get more sleep. And what stood out was the mental exhaustion. Like you said, seeing the 60 people a week, having to do all these different things, like that can be very tiring and, and just yes. over, overwhelming. Because in the next person, was they say, take a vacation, guess what? Now we have somebody that's at the beach, and which is like very serene. And My favorite yeah. place. Well, of course it is. And so that was like the last card that kind of came out. Like, I'm still, I'm protecting myself my energy and what i want to achieve and it says on the bottom of the card follow your own heart rather than trying to make others happy pretending there's no problem over analyzing like a situation so it's like you followed your own heart when it sounds like you now have your own business and organization or helping individuals in their career decisions so i'm really following and, and sensing the energy in that in that regard so now Tell me about your ideal client. The ideal client mm -hmm. um, really is somebody that is at a point where they want change. Mm -hmm. Sometimes people think they want change, but then they go back to meddling and, and being that hamster in a wheel, and nothing really happens. Uh, so the ideal client, um, it could be, it could range from, I mean, typically it, it, it's a, it's somebody that's probably at the, not, not, they're, they're like in the mid area of their career. They've been working 10, 15 years. They may be at a crossroad. Um, they may have been uh, working at a company for 10, 15, 20, 20 years. And like I always share with people in that kind of bucket, when people work at companies that long, hmm. they're, they're kind of swimming under the water and they never come up for air. And so what happens is they forget their value. I spoke to somebody today who's been with the company for 26 years. And she's not even over a hundred thousand, mm. and she's and her health is going to you know where. Mm. She's stressed out. Um, she's burnt out, and all it takes, and I'm sure you can agree uh, with this, Felicia, and hopefully many others. All it takes is that little will to take that one step, and when you do that the clouds start 
dispersing. You start getting clarity. It's kind of like going on a mental vacation, <laughs> right? Your your mind and your body, <laughs> they, they, they automatically go into <laughs> this resting, um, I would say almost peaceful mode that, yeah. okay, <laughs> I'm going to do something. And I never used to believe in the law of attraction hmm. or a lot. I mean, even a lot of kind of the cards that you're showing. But I think the message is the same is when somebody puts out that mindset that, that things are going to change yep. and they keep it positive, yep. things do change. I've seen it a hundred million times. All right, they came out. You had four more that came out. Theme of this is flow. Trigger statement that a client says, why are things such a struggle? And it says, true statement, I am in flow, which I place right under the meditation. It says, take a breath, dear one, just right under this one. It says, and allow yourself to feel the flow of life through you. Release your need to do and just be. Right. As we were talking about the young lady, they may be just frustrated, not even over 100K, doing all of this work. She's missing her. The next thing literally says is bliss. And this trigger statement says, why am I here? So she's at this work. I'm not happy. People are coming to you. They're probably not happy with their job. Like, I want something different. There's something blissfully missing in my life. And it says the true statement is I make a difference. And it sounds like basically what you're kind of instilling in some of the individuals is that you make a difference. You have value. You matter. Yes. And the bottom that says you will have the motivation. You need to express your light. Know that what you do today makes the world a better place. Next, yes. And then the next one is, is this whole innocence, which is connected back even to here, right? Like the whole youthful and the bliss. And it says, trigger. I have so much to do. True statement. I am playful. It says, let the burdens of responsibility go in this moment and look at your world with the eyes of a child. Now, going back to that and thinking about the eyes of a child, what would you like to see? Thinking about your clients, and you don't have to mention any specific names. What would you like for your clients that you have right now? And explaining that from the eyes of a child. You know, that is so amazing that you pick on that child subject. And that is because when I, part of my coaching actually talks about childhood. Of course it does. And the reason that it talks about childhood is that people get into these jobs Mm -hmm. these positions that they don't enjoy. And so when I'm asking them, well, let's, you know, when you were a child, when you were growing up, what did you, what were your hobbies? What did you enjoy to do? What were some of your passions? Did you like, did you like trains, planes, and automobiles? Because mm -hmm. if that, if once we uncover what those subjects or items or areas were, but you're working for an organization that has nothing to do with your passion and mission and vision, 
and you're in a role that maybe is good money, but you absolutely hate it, this is the root of your unhappiness. And so we need to unravel all of these things. You know, I tell my clients, I'm not in the resume writing business. Hmm. Okay. I'm in the changing people's life business. But where it begins is at the root. My, uh, the first step of my program mm -hmm. is called a career physical. Hmm. Just like when you go to the doctor and you're not feeling well, they got to take your blood. They need to, they need to see what's, what's your work. Okay. So the reason I call it that is, again, from an early age in the world of recruiting, one of the first things that I learned as to be a good recruiter, okay, or to be an mm -hmm. excellent recruiter, you have to get to the root. You know, if somebody majored in engineering or accounting, why? Why did you choose that? What, what do you enjoy about those areas? And it goes back to childhood. Well, I was really good at math. You know, my parents took to me to Kumon or or wherever and I really excelled and 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 then I and and then I enjoyed you know chemistry or science so you have to get to the root because that's how I formulate all the other pieces of the program <laughs> well of course it goes back to the theme the last car that was sitting here was waiting is acceptance and it says on a trigger we must remember and it says the true statement, I am free of the habits that do not serve me. Lay down the armor. Because remember, mm. uh -huh. lay down the armor, pass down to you from your family, release habits that are not serving you, and forgive on behalf of generations past. So it's like embracing the future and accepting. But like you said, many times where that you know, desires and what we want to do was started in the childhood. And then we quote unquote grow up and we think we're just having to just work, I would say for money. It's interesting because today I was literally in class and the question that was posed to us was that, do we approach a job based off of money or the fact that you enjoy it? And she went around the room and she wanted to answer and I didn't have one. I was like, both. What is the perception that we're not able to have a job that we enjoy and be paid well for that job? But, you know, we have these beliefs that we kind of set up that either you're paid well and you hate your job or you love your job and you're starving and can't pay your bills. Right. And I'm like, that is not the case at all. So what would be your response that when someone says, author, you know, I've been in this job, this is really paying, you know, my bills, but I hate it. What words of encouragement do you have for that person that's watching right now? Uh, the words of encouragement um, would actually be to do what I do with my clients, and that is to do what is called a career audit. Do an inventory Mm -hmm. uh, uh, two things. If you take an Excel spreadsheet and you list all the roles 
that you've held, all, all the responsibilities, and then you have three additional columns, your likes, your dislikes, and a summary. Mm -hmm. Most people, again, which is why that first step is so critical, the career physical. Do an inventory of what you've done. And second of all, I also have my clients take uh, a career assessment, which basically gives you your strengths, what you value, what you're good at, and ultimately how you're wired. The amazing thing is when I sit down with a client and I review those first two items, which is part of step number one, mm. there's typically two things that happen. Number one, somebody will say, well, I already knew all of this. And that tells me there's more work that we need to do with that individual because mm -hmm. that is a false statement. If you know everything, then everything should be lovey and dovey. <laughs> uh -huh. But most people come back and say, wow, you know what? Number one, on the Excel career dissection, they say, I can't believe I've done all of these things. But I also now see clearly because I took the time to write it down of what I really dislike. Hmm. But now I see what I really like. And the assessment gives us an additional overview of how somebody is wired. Yeah. And a lot of that actually taps back into their childhood. So then the question is, well, why have you done all of these things that have nothing to do with you? Or you've kind of gotten off the deep the, the path. And the number one answer is, well, somebody called me. They had a job. I took it. It was for more money. Mm -hmm. And I thought I'm doing what's supposedly right. But here I am 20 years later, and I'm stressed out. And I hate it. And it's a toxic environment. And I can't stand my boss. And all of these things... And that's where I come in because we need to fix all of that <laughs> and put together a strategy on how we're going to implement that to make things better for you. Well, you're definitely tapping to the energy because the two other cards that came out, I went to the success deck that talks about business individuals and the oracles. And there was two that came out. The first one that came out was Naomi Klein in her car and buy says pedal goods about bads. Descent is a stable currency and org against incorporations. So that was kind of tied back into the beginning for those that are watching, do some research on her um, to see how that story may align with you. But I'm already hearing the fact about how you were talking about in the beginning of your story, just the corporations, how they've changed, um, how they just kind of aligned um, back then, but how it's different, you know, now. And then of course, the next one was Arnold Schwarzenegger. And on his, it says, Flex your assets. And so I, that was aligning with you talking about write down what things that you've done, your career path, the whole assessment, frugality in excess, where you're talking about the money. It's like, what, is, what does that mean? You got to have a, a, a job that you like, but not making a lot of money. Like, what, what is that really? 
And then finally, it says the system needs a protein shakeup. And it's like, that sounds like that is what you are doing and what you're bringing and also helping people to shake up their lives, shake up their careers. And then I would encourage you also to um, look up Arnold Schwarzenegger because he's had a, a, what, let's just say, I remember from Conan, you know, the barbarian all the way to, to, you know, uh, was he, was he governor of California? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so definitely a whole change in trajectory in their career. So for those that may be like, huh, well, can I do this? Am I able to shake up? Absolutely, you can. Yes. And it sounds like, you know, if you're looking for a place to go to connect, to contact the author here, seem like he has some, some experience in that regard and, is, and has a, a passion bit, a and, and desire to okay. help um, individuals with that. So with that, share where people can reach you. Like, okay, I need to know more and connect with author. How can they do that? Sure. They can uh, reach me on my website, which is www.globalcareeradvisors.com. Or my favorite hangout place is LinkedIn. You can just enter my name there, Arthur Glusman. Um, and I'll be more than happy to reach out to you, connect with you, um, do a discovery call, find out what's happening. And if, uh, if you're ready, you have to be ready to make the change. I always tell my clients, I can't be more committed to you than you are to yourself. But if you're committed, I'm going to be there with you until we make it happen. I love the real talk. Call Arthur when you're ready. <laughs> thank Arthur, you. Thank you so much for connecting with me and sharing insight and letting me allow to know more about what it is that you do in serving. I hope you were encouraged to live smart and ascend to new levels of success. And that goes for the same for you that have joined us live and connecting with us. Thank you so much. And until we meet again on another episode, of all intuitive conversations.